But let's get right into today's show. Steve Paulette is with me. I'm so excited. Steve, let's first hear a little music. Let's hear the theme from Batman, 1966 to 1968. That show changed my life. <clears throat> Love the lyrics in this song. There's only one word. It's Batman. Don't you love a song that only has one word? Dr. Clapper. All right. Dr. Clapper. It was such a great show for me as a nine-year-old. Just watching this show, imagining what's going on. But you got to remember, in 1966, we don't have the computer. We don't have any way to put a car together and customize it. But we have George Barris. Remember the fire that comes out of the back of that Batmobile? You think it's like a rocket. It's actually a kerosene lamp making a fire with a fan behind it, making it look like it's one of those F-16 fighter jets. Everything he did was an illusion. George Barris, a genius. Let's listen to what he did with the Batmobile. Let's go to number one, Steve Paulette. My name is George Barris, and I'm here with probably the world's most famous automobile. Without a doubt, still number one after many, many decades, the famous television 1966 Batmobile. I'm proud to say that I was the designer and original builder of this automobile for a great television show with Dozier at 20th Century Fox called Batman. Dozier was the producer. Let's go to number two. We had three weeks. When Dozier came to me with Bob Kane and Adam West, they said, what can you give us for the 20th century in 1966? And with Dozier's concept of Batman with the pow and the bang and the wow, I had a bing, a car that would also go with the bings and the bangs and the same thing. We had to have rocket tubes. We had to have gas knobs. We had to have seat injectors. Also, to catch the Joker. We threw some oil out there so he would skid out. To catch the Briddler. We throw some nails out so it puncture his tires. Just to give you an idea of the crime-fighting implements that we had in the 60s compared to now in the year 2000. The original cartoon had a car that Bob Kane, the creator of Batman, made, but it pretty much was a car with a Batman sign on it. George Barris wanted to make the car a star as well, and he succeeded. Number three. Bob Kane had a Batman car way back in the 40s when he created the comic strip with a bat face cut out on the front of a Lincoln Zephyr. I said, I want to incorporate the bat features into the car, not just a plaque stuck onto it. So I made the, the ears into the fenders. I made the lights become the headlights. I made the nose become the chain slicer. The grill extended out and it became part of the front end. Then from there it flowed on back where I had the 15-foot bat fin fingers in the back. Mm. You're going to hear John McAtee talk about how to make a brace more athletic. Well, listen to what George Barris did with the Batmobile to make Batman and Robin seem more athletic. He locked the doors. They had to jump in and out of the car. Genius idea, because he's thinking about customizing this car perfectly. Number four. 
the double bubble we had for both Adam and Bert Ward. I locked the doors shut and I made Bert and Adam both jump over the doors and into the fenders so that they get inside the car. Just to give you an idea of something again different. Made them very athletic. That means they were really the crime fighters. We had to incorporate the injector seats so that if somebody went to steal the car, they had the wrong key, the wrong word, and then they would push the wrong buttons and we would just shoot them right out of the car. Mm. Just listen to the creativity bubbling out of this guy. Number five. Because we elevated them with cables. Everything had to work because we didn't have the electronics and the computers and the special effects that give you illusion on the screens like you do today. We had to make them actually operate that when you see the smoke, it was smoke. You seen the burner coming out of the back? Well, we didn't have the big force, great flames. We used kerosene, an igniter, and a fan to blow out the exhaust flames. <laughs> God, who is George Barris? How did this all get started? How do you become a customizer? Why did John McAtee decide to become a brace maker? It always starts with a spark. You never know when your life is going to change and you're going to find that calling. What do they say? You want to have a happy life? Find the gift God gave you and share it with the world. Well, George Barris found his gift. At age three, his mom died. His dad didn't know what to do with his, him and his brother. So they, he sent them from Chicago, Greek immigrants, to live with an uncle in California and work in the Greek restaurant. George Barris worked in the Greek restaurant, but he wasn't going to stay there. Listen to his story, number six. 